everyone. This is episode 465 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, April 20th, 2018. I am your host, Marcus Nez. Today I'll be talking about some Frostpunk, a bit of Remedy news, and uh, just some random nonsense, because I'm always good for random nonsense. To get out of the way, the Remedy news is very light. It is just that they came out with a 20-second trailer or something with Sam Lank, the creative director, uh, the head, uh, just basically saying, I'm Sam Lake, I'm Sam Lake, I'm Sam Lake, I'm Sam Lake, however, you know, his his accent goes. And it doesn't really show you anything or tell you anything, but, so you know, details coming soon or whatever. And we're going to be getting a reveal at E3, which I'm excited about for their project that is just codenamed or known as, at this point, P7, Project 7, which I assume is because it's their seventh project, their seventh game, not including the two iOS games they made. I think they made a, uh, they remade Death Rally, and then they did something else, I think, on iOS. But uh, they have Death Rally on PC, their first game. Then, of course, Max Payne, Max Payne 2, Alan Wake, Alan Wake's American Nightmare, Quantum Break. And now we have Project 7, which... I believe they said it is going to be multi-platform, which is cool, and makes me wonder where the game will be revealed. It would be kind of big. To me, I, I, I don't think their games are huge or anything, but uh, in terms of just the re- not critical reception, I think they're usually pretty critically acclaimed, but they don't sell gangbusters or anything, so it's not going to be the biggest thing in the world for this company or that company to get them, but for people like me, who, who love their games, I'm pretty excited to see what they're doing. And if they were on the Sony stage after all these years, that'd be weird, but also kind of cool. Uh, and I, I like the idea of more people getting to play their games ever since I think Alan Wake was the beginning of their exclusivity with Microsoft. And then we had American's Nightmare, America, American Nightmare, and Quantum Break, which, you know... I love Alan Wake. Quantum Break, I was a little... I wasn't super hot on it. Super hot on it when it first came out. I enjoyed it. Didn't love it. But it's kind of warmed on me as time has passed. And I've played other games that try to be more like it. Like Pascure. And it's still a quality game. I think part of the problem with the game is that... Quantum Break is that the ending was awful. I, I played through it on the hardest difficulty, I believe. And... That didn't give me too much of a problem until the very end, where it was just this very frustrating, annoying boss fight, the way it was structured. It could have been fine on normal difficulty, but it was just frustrating for me on there. But, yeah, it was a solid game. Definitely something that people should pick up and play if they have a Xbox One and never got around to it. Anyway, Frostpunk. Frostpunk is a strategy simulation game from 11-Bit Studios, the same studio that brought us the Anomaly Warzone games and this War of Mine and I believe Beat Cop. And this is a game where Earth was, I believe, hit by a meteor strike and went through another ice age. And most of the cities and most of the people were killed in this calamity uh, but you are with a group of I think you start off with 70 people 
and you come across this, I believe it's a reactor that is capable of producing heat. And that's important because, you know, we're in this ice age. It's very, very cold. Thus the frost in Frostpunk. And what the game consists of is, and the reactor is, you know, it's a circular reactor. And you build around it in a circular manner. Um, but what you have to do is you have to build shelter for your people. You have to collect resources like wood and steel and coal to power the reactor so you can actually heat your your area whatever you want to call it um your town yeah whatever you want to call it your town your town that's what you want to call it and you'll start building things like workshops so that you can research new uh buildings and uh increase the abilities of your people to work faster and stuff like that um you will build medical places food centers you hunting hunting lodges or whatever where you send hunters out in the night and then they come back bringing raw food and then you have these food places that will cook and prepare the food for rations and all that kind of jazz and you're you know you're doing all these things and while you're doing this you will occasionally get little blips on your screen that are from the people saying hey there are a lot of sick people right now will you you know, build some medical centers. We need some more medical centers and you can choose. Yeah, you'll do that. You'll commit to do that and have to build one within a certain amount of time. And if you do that successfully, the hope will rise and people will be happier. And you have to worry about the hope and keeping that high and keeping the disdain, I believe, low so that people are, you know, happy and hopeful and don't feel like, well, what's the point of living in this horrible world we live in? And eventually you'll get to a part where you create a, it's like this weather balloon thing, outpost, I believe it's called. And then that allows you to set up a team of scouts and send them off to other places. They might run into other people. They might find a big cache of resources, etc. And that's the main crux of the game is just collecting resources, giving your people the best possible uh, things in order to survive. It's a game about surviving. Will you fail? You'll probably fail. I'm still on my first playthrough. I've made it a little over a week now, and things are going pretty well. My hope is around 75%. Disdain is about 20 or so percent, so I feel good about that. Got a good amount of resources. I found resources. And also, like one of the things about this game with, like, the people talking to you is that you'll have to make hard decisions and you'll do things that might help you but hurt others i uh, my scout team they ran across this nice cache of a lot of resources and then it was a note from some scientists saying hey if there's stuff here bring it over to our town and we've discovered that there was another town and i could either send them to that town or i could just tell them hey come back to our town to bring those resources here i took the resources i was a bit of a dick will that come back to bite me do they know? Were they following my scout team? I don't know yet. That could be interesting. Um, you know, you run into uh, a group of people and you can escort them home with your scout team and they'll have a better chance of survival. Or you can just tell them, hey, it's that way. Go that way. Some of them might die along the way, but then your scout team will be free to go scout some more. And like the things that come up when 
your citizens will ask you things or tell you, hey, you know, should we do this? And then you'll have also you know, the possibilities to put into place laws that will allow you to force your inhabitants to work 24 hours straight without any rest or any food or anything like that. And that will definitely lower hope and morale and all that, but it'll allow you to collect resources if you're really in a dire straits and you need to get resources and you have to balance and look at something and think, okay, this is going to hurt me in this place, but if I don't do this, then we're, we're just going to die. So I have to, I have to take a hit in hope so that we will still be able to survive and live on. And, you know, they'll hate me right now, but in the long run, we're going to keep surviving. I'll be able to get that hope back up, et cetera, and stuff like that. And it's interesting. It's fun. I've played four hours of it. I don't know if I said that. Um, but I, I there, there are things about it that do frustrate, frustrate me a bit. Uh, some of it's uh, from a visual standpoint. It's not a very pretty game. Technically, it's it's... It looks good, but it's given the fact that it's this Ice Age era and there's a lot of snow around and then all the buildings are just browns and, you know, maybe a little black and grays and maybe a hint of beige. There's not a lot of color to it. And when you're building around your reactor, every building looks roughly the same. I'm Architecturally, they're different, but they're not different color wise. So it, it could it, it just kind of looks like a muddy mess. And isn't that appealing to look at? So I, like when I zoom in or when there's a, a, a slow time and I'm just watching the, the workers work and stuff like that and whatnot, I can, you can speed up, of course. But regardless of that, it's just sort of like, okay, I'm just, I'm just waiting for something to happen. Uh, so that is a bit frustrating that it's just visually not that appealing to look at. Uh, that could change potentially as the area increases and as I'm able to build different buildings, maybe it'll get a little bit more colorful. And you do have to keep your reactor turned on in order for it to heat the areas, but that only heats the central core until you get more power to heat further out. So then you have to get like steam heater things and stuff like that. But Another thing that was a bit frustrating is that I don't think it does a great job teaching you how to play the game initially. I think the tutorials are very light, and you just have to kind of wing it. You just have to figure it out for yourself. Luckily, it's pretty simple. There's not a lot going on, so it's pretty easy to figure things out. And even if you fail, who cares? Start again. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but I'm I'm enjoying it. I just I'm I'm not loving it. I feel like it has a lot of things that I like in, uh, in this genre, but for some reason it's just not clicking completely. It feels like there's something missing, and I just can't put my finger on it. Uh, and also, I took a break, so I did it in about two two-hour chunks. The However many hours it was between those chunks, when I returned to the game, I was like, where... Where was I? What, what What's going on again? What was I doing? So that was a bit... I don't know if that was my fault or the game's fault for just, you know, not 
being super clear of the fact that when I loaded it up, I'm like, oh yeah, this is just, this is a muddy mess. And like, I just have all these buildings here. There's like a thing here and a thing there. What did I have to do? Was I doing anything when I quit out last time? What's going on? I wasn't exactly sure, but nothing, nothing bad happened. So everything worked out in the end. Um, you know, it, it's also, it's not a happy game given the theme and all that and what's going on and the fact that you are the last city uh, of course you'll you'll run into other cities so you're not the last last city but one of the first things that my people asked for i don't know if they asked for it if i could just i was looking at the different things i could put into place i decided to it's not so much a law but i said you know what i'm going to instead of just kind of like burning and throwing away our dead i'm going to build a cemetery so that they have a resting place and that, you know, there's more respect given to the people who have died. And that increased hope. But now I have a cemetery. And I forgot, it, it does something detrimental to society. But um, so far, so good. I'm really concerned about whether or not my taking those resources from that other city is going to come back to haunt me. Because that would be interesting. Uh, and there, there are some interesting laws and things you can enact that seem like they're just terrible ideas like there's uh i think a, a fight club kind of thing you can set up which just sounds like it's you know maybe people will enjoy watching people fight but then i'm gonna lose workers because they're gonna be beating the crap out of each other and definitely some of them are gonna get injured you can also choose to enact child labor laws and when i say that i mean you can make children work but uh, i didn't do that so i'm being I am being a good ruler to my people, but I'm also, you know, if I find something that belongs to someone else, I'm like, nope, it's coming here. It's coming here. If they want it, they can come. You know, I can use more people. I can use more workers. But, yeah, it's it's an interesting game and something worth checking out. It's on Steam, and it's Windows only at this point, and it's $29.99. Got a code for it, and so far I'm enjoying it, you know. There, there are a few nitpicks, and I'm not, I'm not super high on it. I'm like mildly super high on it. <laughs> I was trying to find something between medium and super, and I couldn't think of anything because I wanted to think of something that was relatively similar to super, but just not as super. I'm not as super high on it. Okay, that doesn't work either. But yeah, Frostpunk, check it out. Um, I also I saw a post I think it was on Gamma Sutra or something. I was like, you know how this game deals with the the dark themes without getting comedic about it or something like that. I was like, I don't feel like it's that hard to do that. Like why why would it just be assumed that something with these kind of themes would go into the dark humor side of things? Lost my train of thought there. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. And yeah, I, I watched like 75% of All the Money in the World or whatever it was called about the kidnapping. What is it? Getty? Getty? Ketty? Getty? What's what's weird is I don't remember that thing at all when it happened. And I believe I was like a little kid, but I, a little kid and then I could remember it. But I don't remember any of it. And watching it, I'm like, this is well made. This is well acted. I, I guess Michelle Williams 
her voice is accurate. It's kind of distracting. I don't I don't like it completely, but whatever. But my real problem with the movie was just that I I didn't care. I was like, whatever. I know this all happened, and it, it's a thing, and it's kind of interesting. I think I'd be more interested in watching a documentary or something, but watching this movie based on it, I really don't care. Whatever. He's kidnapped, whatever. He could die. I don't care. I know he didn't die in real life, so of course he's not going to die. But I was like, if he did die, I, I wouldn't care. Not in this movie, at least. So, does that make me a bad person? I don't know. Plenty of other things make me a bad person, so that's fine. Other than that, got nothing to say. I am playing more Halo, and I'm liking more Halo. I played Halo with some old dude who was talking like a cowboy, and he might have been saying some racist stuff. I'm not sure. I recorded it because I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was hearing and the fact that he was talking the whole time. It's the first time I've played with a random who was talking the whole time, and I did horrible it was one of my worst games to date if not my worst game because his voice and what he was saying was so incredibly distracting it was it was horrible it was a horrible horrible weird weird experience so yeah but i'm I'm still really enjoying the halo and i think i'm done with assassin's creed origins i'm just like i don't the side missions now if i do them i just skip everything i don't care about any of the dialogue because it's all garbage and i kind of I kind of am interested in the main story, but I'm not motivated to keep playing it. I'm just motivated to do side missions and stuff and just build my character and stuff like that. So that's my problem. But, you know, I I tried to jump into Middle of Earth, Middle Earth, Shadow of War. And I was like, I'm just going to start a new character because I don't remember any of the story. And I saw my save was about nine hours. And I'm like, holy crap, I played nine hours of this when I rented it from Redbox? Well, I don't know if I want to delete all that progress and start over. But I literally know nothing of what the story was. Except I'm pretty sure I ran into, uh, what's his face, the big six orc at some point during that playthrough. So that's a, that's a thing. So yeah, I think that, that'll do it for today's episode. Also, yeah, I played the Defiance 2050, 20, yeah, 2050 beta, which when I loaded it up, I was like, oh, this really just is Defiance all over again. There might be new content, like post-game content from where I played it on 360, but it is just the same thing. And it looks okay. I mean, it doesn't look that much better or anything. It runs horrible. I know it's just a beta, but I it took me maybe 15 minutes to just finish the introductory mission whatever but when you are first loaded into the world and you're able to see other players and you have a mission where you have to go check out some pod there were just a bunch of us that were at this pod trying to interact with it we couldn't people were shooting at it people were jumping in it around it just crouching and nobody could get it to work and i quit out and loaded back in quit out loaded back in i eventually got to a point where i just stood there for maybe like three minutes and it finally said oh now go do this and it happened again and it just is a very janky beta, which people might say, well, it's a beta. It should be, you know, it'll have problems because it's a beta. But it's also a game that's been out since, I don't know, 2011? Who knows? I don't remember when Defiance first came out. And it's the same thing. Sure, it's been updated visually, but it is literally just the same crap all over again. And I say crap in a very loving way because I loved my time with Defiance. I thought the TV show was really disappointing, but I had fun with the stupidness of the 
the game itself. And I'm looking forward to playing it when it finally comes out for real. I don't need to waste any more time with the beta, so I didn't spend that much time in it. But, yeah. And I think it's going to be free to play. So, definitely check it out. Because the thing that was definitely still there was quality shooting. I, I think it has solid shooting. Shooting that is on par with, say, The Division. Uh, and maybe people don't like The Division shooting. I think the, the, the Division felt pretty good. And The Defiance feels pretty good when it's not running poorly and lagging a bit and having issues like that. Um, but it it's a fun, janky little mess where you can see a lot of players and they're, and they're doing their own crap. And then you have these big events, which may be in the beta, but I didn't get to that point because I stopped playing it. But they, I just remember playing it on 360. And when you have these big events where there's like a, a boss-ish bug and you have to kill it, and it would be dozens of other people just shooting at this thing that's in the middle and maybe six to a dozen in their little uh atvs driving around in circles just driving around in circles shooting and driving around in circles and it would run at maybe five frames a second i don't know it was it was ridiculous but there was something charming about it it's it, it's charming in the way bad movies are charming and enjoyable but you know it still has some good qualities, like the shooting. So yeah, that 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 was a thing, and I played some of that. Uh, other than that, that's it. The Cullen, <laughs> the Cullen, Justin, buy the Cullen. Justin, you should buy the Cullen. The Cullen is a mess. You shouldn't waste your time with it. Playing on Xbox One, it's a mess. Just a mess. Crazy Strike Bowling EX, <laughs> whatever. I'm just gonna keep going on with things that people don't care about. You know what I loaded up? I loaded up Mad Max. You know what I realized when I loaded up? Holy crap, I forgot this controls very weirdly. It is its own beast, and it's something you have to get used to. Coming back to it, I was like, oh, I don't like this. But, you know, when you play it for 30-plus hours, you get used to it, and you're like, this doesn't feel that bad. It still does feel a little bit bad. But, um, yeah, that'll that'll really do it for today's episode. So... I already said that'll do it. So that'll do it. I don't know what's going on. You know you know what's going on? You know you know what's going on? I tried recording this like four times before this and it was not working. So I'm just happy I got through it as well as I could because when you record something and it doesn't work and then you try it again and it doesn't work and you try it again and it doesn't work, it gets in your head and it, it's hard to just keep doing it and for it not to just drive you crazy. So... Once again, I'm your host, Mark Cusinez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Minimalist, Steam, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I'm the Cush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are both available on podcast services around the globe, like Apple Podcasts, Stitch Radio, and the Google Play Store. And you can also find the art I do on the site or by going over to pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, go over to... Ooh, I thought I stopped recording there for a second because I hit the space bar. You can go over to patreon.com slash pxs. And if you want to check out some video stuff, go over to youtube.com slash sausage and also twitch.com slash sausage for the occasional stream. I've been streaming some Halo 5 just because. Not doing webcam. I tried it once. I'm like, no... I feel much more comfortable. I think I already talked about this. Whatever. I'm still streaming. 
and it's going to be a thing. I think I might stream my entire playthrough of Jade Empire because I bought that. And even though I have a, I have it on disc, but I was like, I don't care. I don't want to have to put the disc in, and I'd like to buy it again. Any excuse to waste $10 on a game I love, I, I, I'll do it. One thing, I, I loaded up Mercenaries, uh, Playground of Destruction, whatever it's called, and Jade Empire on the Xbox One X specifically. Original Xbox games look fantastic. They look so good. Of course, they look like Xbox games, but they are incredibly sharp and you know nice and clean not muddy or you know soft or anything so they look really really good and they run well at least those two so i am excited to play through that again it's been a while since i've played through it because it was just always a pain in the ass to try and get it to work and i eventually did get it working on pc there's something about it that's like it doesn't want to work unless you run it as an admin by launching the actual configuration app or something and not through Steam. It's just, it's just a nightmare. So I, 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 and I first played it on 360 backward compatible. Uh, I love that game. And I have like <laughs> three sealed disc copies of it, I think. Because I have the limited edition, which is my open copy of it. And then I have, I think, three sealed copies of the regular edition. So if anyone wants one, maybe I'll send it to you. Just, you know, comment on the YouTube Leave a comment on the site, tweet at me, whatever. Maybe I'll send you a copy of Jade Empire because I love it and I think more people should play it, especially if you have an Xbox One, never got around to it, and you know, you can play it now. So there's that. Uh and yeah, that will that will do it. Okay. Bye bye.